Welcome to the LFC Podcast, where our mission is to make, deploy, and multiply mature and equip Christ followers. We're grateful for this opportunity to bring you a message of hope, healing, and life transformation today. Enjoy the message. Man, I I don't know about you, but Thanksgiving, it has got to be my favorite holiday. Anyone else? It is my favorite holiday hallelujah and and the great thing is about being married is that we we have two thanksgivings right we have the sharp thanksgiving and then the booker thanksgiving so i get double meal right like and then the leftovers of that like it it just keeps going and going like it, it is just bad you know we we got the turkey and and the bookers do it right okay that sucker is fried that is deep fried and we got our stuffing and our mashed potatoes and we got the corn casserole and and the sweet potato casserole Mm. man it's so good it's so good and it's so bad it's so we are gross right i still have a food baby from this past week like like seriously Anyone else here? Yeah, still on the, on the struggle there. Uh, but, but you know what? We, we have our family traditions, right? Who has family traditions? And we have our family traditions. And, and growing up, uh, the whole family, we, we would all get together, right? Our great-grandparents, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles, all the cousins. We had a lot of cousins growing up. So we would all come together, and we would be at, we would go to my Meemaw and Papaw's house, right? And it was the best thing ever. Thanksgiving is it, it was awesome, right? But there was always a, a specific time that Thanksgiving dinner, it was supposed to start. But how many of you know that Thanksgiving dinner never starts on time. Come on, can I get a witness? It never starts on time. And by the time that it is ready, we are just hangry. You know what I'm talking about. We are hangry. Like, we're, we're already hungry when we get there, and now we gotta wait even longer, right? We, we've been preparing for the past few days. We haven't eaten meals. Just me? I've, I, it's like someone training for a race. Like, I, <laughs> right? Like, I'm skipping meals. I got my stretchy pants on. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Right? <laughs> but listen, we, we, we would finally, we'd get to the dinner table the food is finally ready. It is right in front of us. Oh my goodness. The aroma is divine. The, it, it, it's just all right there. The food we've been dreaming about all week. Uh, and then Papa, he starts to pray. Because we've got to bless the food, right? But it is the longest prayer ever. Like, it is... It is not just, Jesus, thank you for this food. Blessed to our bodies, amen. It's not that. It is watching a documentary as a prayer. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
we are praying for everything except for the food, right? It is so long and, and, and I'm, I'm getting dizzy and, 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 and I'm seeing stars and I'm starting to black out and the turkey looks at me and he says, Christian, eat me, eat me, right? I'm, I'm like spinning in circles and then you hear the cue, Lord, and bless this food, <laughs> right? In Jesus' name, amen. I grab my fork, I grab my knife, I'm ready to dig in, I'm ready, here we go. And then Meemaw says, wait, 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 wait. Before we eat, let's go around the room and say what we're thankful for. Come on, anyone else? I love it, I love it though. I might have been over-exaggerating a little bit, right? Right, but who does that? You say what you're thankful for, you go around. Anyone, anyone? Oh, it's so good. If you don't do it, do it. Because there's so much to be thankful for. Oh my goodness, but, but we would do that family tradition. And I, I can picture myself now, uh, you know, as, as a little guy, like four or five years old, and uh, we would sit with the cousins and my sister, and we'd sit at the little table with the little chair, right? You know what I'm talking about? Some of us are still sitting at the little chair. Who's still sitting at the little chair? Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> right, but, but uh, we, we would go around and say what we're thankful for, but I, I remember in that moment, it's, it's just a, just a youngin', right? Oftentimes, what, what I would say is, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for my cousins. I'm thankful for my, my food. I'm thankful for my rescue heroes. You know what I'm talking about, All right? I'm like four, right? And, and of course, my sister, being so spiritual, right? She would, she would say, you know, what, Lily, what are you thankful for? Jesus, right, right, of course, <laughs> yeah. no, but, but, but my, my point is, my point is, is, is when we're sitting, when we're in the little chair, a lot of times what we're grateful for are things in the moment, right, when, when we're in the little chair, it, it, it's stuff, it's in the moment stuff, right? I'm talking, I'm talking like family, friends, shelter, food, tangible things, money, right? And those are all great things to be grateful for. But in the kingdom of God, thanksgiving is a way of life. It's a way that we have to live a life of thanksgiving. So what I'm trying to say is we have to grow in gratitude. We got to grow in gratitude. Someone poke your neighbor say, grow in gratitude. And listen, as, as you grow, right, we're, uh, we're starting here at the little chair. As you grow in gratitude, what you are grateful for becomes more profound. 
It becomes more profound. You know, but sometimes I think, I think that Thanksgiving, it can sometimes be the only day that we feel thankful. Never think about that. It can, it can be the only day that we really feel thankful. And when the day is over, right, we're so full from all that food. We've been thankful. When the day is over, we, we all go back to our busy schedules until next year when it comes around again. Then we, we remember again to be thankful, right? I recently heard a, a story of a 12-year-old boy um, and this little boy never spoke a word in his life, okay? He had, he had never spoken, so his parents thought he, he can't talk, right? He thought that he, he can't talk. So his mom, one day his mom brought him a bowl of soup, and I'm telling you, it was vegetable soup. That's disgusting, right? <laughs> his mom brought him a bowl of vegetable soup, and he took a bite of it, and he pushed it away, and he said, this is awful. I won't eat it, no way. And the family, they're freaking out, right? You're, you're talking. We thought you couldn't talk. Why have you never talked to us before? And the boy replied, because up until now, everything's been good. <laughs> Listen. The only time some of us speak is to complain. But 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Watch this. Be thankful in all circumstances. Someone say every time. Be thankful every time. Be thankful always, no matter if it's going good, no matter if it's going bad. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. You see here, God is crystal clear on this issue here. He is crystal clear in this, in this passage of scripture. We are called to be thanksgivers. We're called to be thanksgivers. Who? You. You are. When? All the time. In every circumstance. Why? Because it's God's will for you. It says it right there. It's God's will for you. Listen, whatever else you might be confused about concerning God's will, this is so clear. This is so, so clear. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. It's a command. Listen, the phrase, give thanks, it occurs 80 times in the Bible. 80 times. Why, listen, why does... Why does God need to remind us to give thanks? Why? For the same reason that we remind our children to say thank you. Right, parents, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Listen, growing up, growing up, 
uh, if, if we were talking to somebody and if there was a situation where we were supposed to say thank you to somebody, my mom was over here in the corner, right? And she'd be doing sign language. She'd be going. Say thank you, right? She did. She, she still does it. She still does it. Right? She does. Say thank you. Why? It's considerate. Thank you. It's considerate. And until it becomes habitual, we forget. We forget to be thankful. We forget. Even David, King David, a man after God's own heart, he had to remind himself to be thankful. He did. Psalm 103.2, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget. May I never forget the good things that he does for me. May I never forget. We got to remember. Listen, this is growing in gratitude. Poke your neighbor and say, grow in gratitude. Grow in gratitude. Listen, it was one thing to be at the little chair, at the little table, but then I, I graduated to the piano bench. <sighs> at the big table, right? I graduated to the piano bench, and, and I'm not sitting here all alone. Of course, I'm sharing it with somebody, right? <laughs> But, but I remember this Thanksgiving specifically. Um, it was the Thanksgiving that, it was the second time that I blew my knee out. It was bad, bad situation. I, I destroyed, blew my knee out, destroyed it. And uh, I was on crutches for months, for months. And it, I, I, I couldn't do anything. My, I couldn't hang out with my friends. I, I literally, I was stuck. I couldn't do a thing. And I, I was in pain. I was in pain. And I, I just remember that Thanksgiving. I remember that it was hard to be thankful while in the pain. It was hard to be thankful. And, and as a young teenager, I, I learned that I couldn't, I wasn't going to be allowed to play my favorite sport anymore. That's devastating to a teenager, right? Terrible. But it, it was just, it was hard. It was hard to be thankful while I was in pain. And it, it was Thanksgiving. And, and instead of being grateful, I got to admit I had an attitude. I did not have gratitude. I had an attitude. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone's going around saying what they're thankful for. I'm sitting there at the, the piano bench and I'm hungry and I'm, I'm listening to everyone's speeches, right? Imagine a teenage, right? I'm in pain. I'm rolling my eyes, good grief, right? Listen, can, can I tell you? A sign of an ungrateful heart is when you become annoyed of someone else's testimony. 
Man, I've been there. It's a heart issue. But I remember sitting there in pain and I was, I was dwelling on my circumstance, right? But I could, I could feel my heart start to change because my great-grandmother, my mima, my papa, my aunts, my uncles, my mom and my dad, they were starting to talk about the goodness of God. The goodness of God in the good and in the bad. In the good times and in the bad times. And they're sharing about the faithfulness of God. And I could, and I could feel in my heart, it was starting to change. Listen, my soul had forgotten. My soul had forgotten but I then realized that I had so much to be thankful for. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Let me never forget, may I never forget the good things that he does for me. Listen, if you're feeling ungrateful, guess what? God forgives. He forgives. He heals. He heals. He redeems. He gives love and compassion. He provides for you. He renews your strength. This is God. Listen, that, that, that ought to fire up your attitude of gratitude. That's what he does for you. Even when the circumstance does not look good, God can turn it around for your benefit. That's my God. In all things, he deserves our thanks. Be thankful in all circumstances. Someone say every time. Every time. Listen, God, he brings light into the darkness. He brings light into the darkness. He brings order out of chaos. He brings you victory through in the pain. He can. He restores what is lost, what others meant for evil, God intends for good. Only God can do these things. And listen, if you're apart from him, if you don't have him, trials that you go through only lead to sorrow and despair. We can give thanks knowing that he will work everything out for our good in the end. Priscilla Shearer, she said this, she said, she said, when we choose thankful prayer over wallowing in anxiety and worry, we are demonstrating an unwavering trust in God. We have got to grow in gratitude. We have to. Come on, I wanna grow in gratitude. Does anyone else? I wanna grow in gratitude. Listen, it was, it was one thing to graduate from the kid's chair to the piano bench, right? That's a big change. But uh, <laughs> I haven't really, I haven't made it yet to the dining chair. I haven't made it yet, partially because my parents only have two of these chairs. <laughs> Man, it's comfy. Right, and my dad sits there and my mom sits on the other one, right? 
is the dining chair. Anyone have one of these? Oh my goodness. You can eat your food and then take a nap right after in the same chair. Like good grief. That's the dining chair. And can I tell you, that's the highest level. That's the highest level. The dining chair. <laughs> I think of Jonah. Anyone remember Jonah? Jonah and the whale. Jonah, he's this, he's a prophet. He's a prophet, and God told Jonah, he said, hey, I need you to go to this place called Nineveh. Someone say Nineveh. Yeah. Go to Nineveh, and I want you to preach against its evil. I want you to preach against what they're doing, because they are bad. They're bad to the bone, okay? So Jonah, instead of going east to Nineveh, Jonah goes in the opposite direction as far west as he could go. He is running away from God and he's running away from what God told him to do. Someone say, uh-oh. That's no good. So he's running away from God and he gets on this ship to go as far west as he can, away from Nineveh. And he goes to the bottom of this ship and he falls asleep. And he's, he's sleeping. And God sends this crazy storm out into the sea. It is crazy. And, and he, he's, just, he's just sleeping. And the sailors are up at the top of the ship and they're freaking out. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This storm is not a normal storm. Like there is a divine power going on here like th this is crazy so they so they roll their dice and they're like okay Jonah's the culprit so they bring Jonah up and they're like Jonah Jonah how how can we calm this storm what can we do to get rid of this storm and what did Jonah say he said throw me overboard throw me off the ship throw me off the ship and and, and it's gonna, it's gonna calm down. The sea will calm down. So they did. They throw Jonah off the boat. They said, walk the plank. And, and he fell into the sea and he's sinking down. And out of nowhere, a giant fish comes up and swallows Jonah whole. Can you imagine this? This happened. This happened. The Bible is not boring, my friends. A fish swallowed this dude, and he is hanging out in this giant fish for three days and three nights. Can you imagine how it smelled in there? Like the sliminess, like you can't lay down anywhere. Like it's just nasty. It is nasty. So he is just at the lowest of lows, right? This is no good. He's in the belly of this fish. And look what he says here in verse three. Listen to him. He says, you hurled me into the depths, into the very heart of the seas, and the currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight. Can you just imagine this? I've been banished from your sight. 
Can you hear his heart right now? He's, he's at the lowest of lows. I, I've been banished. You can't even see me. I've been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me and, and uh, the deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountain, I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever, but you, Lord my God, brought my life up from the pit. Listen, things are really bad for Jonah here. <laughs> like, it can't get worse than this. He's in the belly of a fish. It's terrible. It's, it smells. This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare that he's living right now. And he's in a battle for his life. He's trying to survive, and he's filled with despair. He's filled with shame and guilt. Why? Because he put himself there. He put himself in this situation. He disobeyed God. Oh, man, how many times do we disobey God and then blame him for what we put ourselves into. But Jonah, he, he's, he is in, he's guilty. There's so much shame. He is, he is at the lowest of lows. He thought God had abandoned him. But what does verse six say? To the roots of the mountains I sank down, the earth beneath barred me in forever, but you, Lord my God, brought me up from the pit. Jonah was thankful through the pain. He was thankful when it was not going so good. Listen, you might be here today and you might be in some pain physically, spiritually, I don't know, you name it, you know it. Listen, when you are able to thank the Lord through the pain, you've made it, and you can sit here at the dining chair. That's good. That's good. That's good. When you're able to say, God, this is rough, but I'm a thank you, that's your spot. That's the highest level right there. Look at this. Jonah, verse 7 when my life was ebbing away, he says, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them, but I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Jonah thanked God. He thanked God. Listen, he was hopeless. He was hopeless. Everything around him was dark and gloomy, literally. Literally. He's in the belly of a fish, right? He's hit the lowest of lows. He was ready to faint, but then he came to such a point that he said, I'm going to thank the Lord. I know where I'm at, 
but I'm still, I'm gonna thank the Lord. And in the midst of all of his troubles, Jonah, he entered into the Lord's presence and he offered up thanks to him. And you wanna know what happened next? You wanna know? God answered and he said, Jonah, buddy, that's what I've been waiting to hear from you all along. Listen, you've trusted me now in the bad. Take a seat. Take a seat. Sit at the dining chair. Sit there and look at this. Look at this. And then what happened? After he gave thanks, verse 10, and the Lord commanded the fish and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Be thankful in all circumstances. Be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful when it's not going so good. That's the hardest thing you can do, but it's the highest level. It's the highest level. I'm telling you too. Listen, if you would just give thanks, if you're going through something right now, I believe if you would just give thanks and grateful praise to God, he'll spit you out of that whale. I'm telling you right now, but it's up to you. You have to give thanks. You have to give thanks. Be thankful in all circumstances. Listen, when you have no place else to turn, be thankful. Be thankful. Thank the Lord for his forgiveness. Thank him for, for releasing you from your past sins. Thank you, God. Thank the Lord for delivering you from your troubles. Thank him, even the ones, the troubles that you got yourself into. Thank you, Lord. Thank him for giving you a hope and a future. Thank him for his past blessings. Thank him. Thank him for his promises, for all that he's going to do. Thank him in, his, in advance. Thank him in everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. This is what God is calling us to do. Grow in gratitude. Grow in gratitude. There's this guy named Francis, and he said this. The thankful heart sees the best part of every situation. It sees problems and weaknesses as opportunities, struggles as refining tools, and sinners as saints in progress. Friends, we got to grow in gratitude. Thank you so much for tuning in to the message. If you desire to grow deeper in your faith, we want to help you. Text the word GROW to 419-495-6802. You can also stay up to date on everything coming up by checking out limafirst.church and hitting the events tab. Lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future LFC content. We'll see you next time.